0: Chapter 11 of Hero Tales from History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Hero Tales from History by Smith Burnham Joan of Arc and the Lilies of France. Five hundred years ago, a little French peasant girl was working outside the stone hut where her father's large family lived. When she heard or thought she heard a voice saying to her joan be a good child go often to church this joan of arc was so kind-hearted and so thoughtful for others that her friends made fun of her and said she was not like other girls and her parents feared that she was growing too good to live but joan only wondered and smiled said her prayers and went often to church when she was twelve or thirteen she began to see visions and hear what she called the voices saying over and over joan trust in god for there is great sorrow in the kingdom of france it must be st catherine and st margaret joan said to herself as she sat spinning for hours at a time what was the sorrow in france and how could she make things better just by being good she even doubted whether the visions she had seen and the voices she had heard were anything but her own half-waking dreams one day she overheard the parish priest of don remy where she lived telling of the troubles of france for almost a hundred years the kings of england had claimed and fought for the right to rule over france and lately under their soldier king henry V had defeated the french and driven their armies into the southern part of their own land henry v had died but his son still claimed the french throne and the french prince or dauphin as he was called had not been crowned king because the english held the city of reims where all the french kings were crowned the english armies were pushing southward to lay siege to the french city of orleans joan heard the good priest and her father and mother sighing over the sad day that had come when foreigners were fighting to make slaves of the french people and the dear dauphin whom god had given them for their king was now flying from place to place before the armies of england after that day the voices grew more earnest and definite go to the governor they urged her go and ask him to give you soldiers and send you to the help of the king poor little joan's heart sank within her and she protested i am only a young girl i don't know how to ride or to fight they will only laugh at me but the voices kept on insisting go 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 and we will help you save france joan told her parents what the voices were telling her to do her father laughed and threatened to punish her if he heard any more of such talk and her mother was afraid her strange little daughter was going to die joan's brothers and sisters made fun of her and asked if she wished to marry the dauphin and be queen of france but joan had a kind uncle who loved and sympathized with her her mother let her go visit uncle durant hoping her poor little girl might forget the voices when joan told her uncle what she kept seeing and hearing he promised to help her all he could so he went with his anxious little niece to the governor of that part of france and stood by her as she told the great man about the voices and repeated the latest command they had given her for him send and tell the dauphin to wait and not offer battle to his enemies because god will give him help before the middle of lent the kingdom belongs not to the dauphin but to my lord but my lord wishes that the dauphin shall be king and hold it in trust In spite of his enemies he shall be king of france and i will lead him to be crowned and who is your lord demanded the governor with a sneer the king of heaven said joan of arc proudly the governor who was a rough military man laughed loud and long at the faith of the little peasant girl in a white cap red petticoat and wooden shoes instead of doing as she asked he told her uncle to give her a good whipping to beat the foolishness out of her head and send her home to her father baffled and discouraged joan went home with her uncle but the voices kept saying in her ears go go back to the governor she went but he treated her as badly as before then they found another man to whom she told her story and added god in heaven has told me to go to the dauphin with his help i must do it even if i have to go on my knees this friendly gentleman was deeply touched by her earnest words the people in the country who knew and believed in joan of arc pleaded with the men of influence in the neighborhood and it was at last arranged that joan should go and tell her story to the young king of france to see if god were guiding her as she claimed the king changed places with the noble in his court but instead of going up to the pretended king who sat in the seat of honor joan walked straight to the prince where he stood behind some men of the court it is easy to believe what we will the dauphin listened to the burning words of the peasant girl with the pure madonna-like face after she had won the king's approval it was not so hard for joan to go on obeying the voices dressed in a suit of armor which shone like silver she led a french army to the relief of orleans she carried everywhere a beautiful white banner embroidered with lilies the english laughed at that silly girl trying to be a man and called her insulting names but joan did not mind for she felt safe under the protection of the saints in heaven one day in an attack upon a fort held by the english the maid as the french army now called her was wounded in the foot but she would not stop fighting she mounted her horse again and led the charge as though nothing had happened the english then thought she was a witch that is a woman working for the devil in another battle an arrow was shot clear through her shoulder so that the barb stuck out five inches then the enemy raised a shout of triumph the maid can be wounded and killed they yelled she is not a witch so we are not afraid of her but one of joan's company pulled out the arrow and she led them fiercely in the assault the english soldiers were frightened for in those days everyone believed in witches joan drove the enemy from one place to another until all the south country was cleared of the english forces then the maid of orleans as she was now called led the king with his court and the french army to the old city of Rheims, where he was crowned with great joy and splendor as charles the seventh the maid had put the lilies on her banner as the symbol of purity and of god's love and care over france the french lily or fleur-de-lis has been the emblem of france through all the centuries since the days of joan of arc the maid of orleans now the maid who had done all that the voices had commanded was ready to return home to spin and to tend the sheep on the hills of Donremy. but the weak-hearted king charles begged her to stay long enough to drive all the english out of france against her wish joan yielded while fighting outside the walls of a town not far from paris she was surrounded by armed men of the enemy by mistake or through fear some french people shut the gate in such haste that the maid was left outside fighting a dozen soldiers single-handed she was captured and put in a dark damp prison here the poor girl then only nineteen was frightened and tortured to make her sign a paper confessing that she was a wicked witch and that all she had done was by the help of the devil after waiting a long time in vain for the ungrateful prince whom she had made king of france to come and save her with his army or to pay a large sum of money to ransom her she was compelled to stand an unjust trial during which she was many times abused and insulted this wicked trial was conducted by a false bishop who condemned that sweet heroic young girl to be burned at the stake in the market-place of rouen on the twenty fourth of may fourteen thirty one twenty five years after her death the pope reversed the decision of the corrupt bishop in nineteen twenty nearly five hundred years after the maid was burned to death high and holy men in the ancient church to which she belonged took the great step of declaring joan of arc the peasant girl of domremy one of the noble army of martyrs in the communion of saints End of chapter eleven